I thought we were uh, supposed to clink. We are. Oh, Can we uh, start this podcast? <laughs> you need to calm down over there. Hey, I, I need so easy to get this thing started. <laughs> Josh is messing some levels up. We're good. We're good. Look how good we are. Let's do this. Are you guys ready? Want to clink? Yes. Let's clink. I've never, I've never had three. This is really good. I've never had two in studio guests before. This is fun. Drink those. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Colon with uh, Mimosas with Michael. And this is exciting because I have two guests in studio. I usually have one. So it's me and another person. But this time I have two. I have Ray McCann. Hey. And Brantley J. Brown. What's up? And Ray's been on the show before. Yes. And Brantley's been on the show before. Yep. Um. Well, you've you've only been interviewed. You haven't had I've like been, yeah, I've been yeah. interviewed, but I haven't actually been on the show. And now you're both in studio, so this is exciting. And guess what we're gonna talk about? Whorehouse. Oh, why would we want to talk about that? It's I'm the just best kidding. Thing ever on the planet. <laughs> well, because we've been because I've mentioned. I feel like I've mentioned it in every show now in the last like six shows that I've done because I've been interviewing so many people involved. And so I was like, we got to do one specifically dedicated to Whorehouse because I interviewed. Taylor and Taylor came on and talked about soundbite, and I want to have Kara on to talk about her project and vice versa. But I want us to talk about what Horror House Media is. Well, I'd say that it's probably fitting because uh, what happened today, guys, for Horror House Media? We won an award. Yes, we did. We won Woo-hoo! our first award. Which, by the time people hear this, we won this award two weeks ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm excited. So I asked my boys to come in and hang out and have mimosas with me. And look, this is actually amazing because we can celebrate this now. Yes. We're celebrating the success. Yup, 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 yup. So I, Ray, um, let's talk. So Ray, I came up to Ray one day and I was like, I want to do a thing with horror because Ray and I have been talking about like working together before, and you were trying to convince me to do this comedy. Did I ever tell you this story, Bradley? Yeah. Um, well, because I was trying to get you involved. Yeah. Because the very first networking party I ever went to was when I got introduced to Ray. Because oh. you you came late. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the time, y'all were talking about doing stop being late, comedy. right? <laughs> um, but that was the first time I think you had mentioned uh, trying to get involved to do some kind of a sketch thing. Well, I just, I just, I thought it'd be really cool to do something because I like, I like horror, and you like horror, and we've been talking about it for a while. No, but I did this movie with Ray, and Ray's like, Michael, you're funny, man. You should be on TV. And I was like, man, who wants to watch? I go, who wants to watch a, a comedy about a 40-year-old gay man trying to date in Los Angeles? And he goes, everybody? Like, that sounds great. So that was like our first foray into like trying to figure out if we could do something. But on the side, I was like, I'd love to do something like like a I don't I have Horror House or something we just came up with, but I want to do something horror-related. And you were working with people doing comedy skits. And I said, well, you can't really do skits with horror, but like we can definitely do something short wise and so we thought about it we we're going to l- launch a little youtube channel and here we are now three movies in Woohoo! can you believe it it was just an idea and here we are in a third movie yeah yeah it's kind of crazy to think about the same room. how far we've come already because it just seems like yesterday i remember just having one of the first phone conversations seriously starting to plan out horror house media yeah just when we were trying to figure out 
what the name was actually going to be. Yeah. You know, we hadn't even made anything yet. But yeah, I remember yeah. that. And and then now, you know, we've got a rough cut of our third film, and it should be out not long after Valentine's Day. Yeah, it won't be long. Yeah, definitely. Probably by the time we launch this episode, they'll come around the same time. Yes. And we'll have won another award by then, I'm sure. Hoping, because we have a, we have a festival. Well, by the time you guys air this one, you'll will be another winner. I'm sure. I'm just being optimistic about that. Well, now I feel like we can be optimistic because I had, not that I have no faith in us whatsoever, but I don't know why I just kind of set myself up so that I wouldn't be disappointed if we didn't win the award that we were up for today. Um, so that was a very pleasant surprise. Why well, I, I was because we were nominated for two, so I was like, wait, we can at least get one. Yes. And we did, and I was so happy. I wanted both, but it's only because I really want people to like really see Horror House for what it is. And it's really funny because people always be like, "Man, Horror House is going to be big. It's such a great thing." And to me, it's like I want it to be as big as possible, but I I don't want to go and think it's going to be the best thing ever because I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. I just want to work at it every day and make it the best it can be. Yeah, and I'm I'm so proud of it. Like we have such an amazing team. We have people that want to keep working with us. Because they have fun on set, they and um, Ray. I mean, it's a testament to you as a producer because when you're on set, everything runs so smoothly. Everybody's having a great time. Um, I felt really bad for Ray on the set for Love Me Not because, <laughs> you know, I mean, he gets it, it like we all do. It's on set. You want to have fun, but I felt like and we're having a good time. Oh my god, he's like watching a bunch of kid in, kindergarten kids running around. Well, he was like our AD too. That's why he was like in AD <laughs> yeah, mode. He's like, no, oh, it's money. We got to work on it. Yeah. But we we made our day. Yes, we. we did. I think we wrapped five minutes earlier than I wanted to. Yeah, and we got an amazing film. And I saw the rough cut, and well, Bradley and I both did, and it's it's phenomenal. And I know I say that, and it's I'm biased because it's my movie. But truth is, is you can. You, I we felt it in every movie, but like every time we're on set, like there's like this wonderful passion I think that we feel, and everybody gets involved, and we're having a good time, and it's like. Yeah, we're making short films, but it's like at the same time we're also all friends just hanging out, having a good time. And I think that's one thing that's so great about doing horror. Yeah, you know. And so we go on set, and it's like we're making, and we're also making movies that I think that are sort of socially relevant in a sense, right? With soundbite having to do with like social media in a sense. Yeah. Stock having to do with, um, well, I tell people it's sort of like our our ode to the Me Too movement, but it's really mm-hmm. about you know uh, a woman being followed. So, and now, you know, Love Me Not So Great, because I'll let you talk a little bit about it. Oh, yeah, it, I mean, um, it is definitely not by accident that the f- three films that we've done so far do have a very relevant social commentary running through them, but I figured horror is one of the best genres to do that yeah, in. Exactly. Because you can almost take any real-world situation and put it, with a little bit of blood splattered on it, and everybody will accept it, you yeah. know, like it's candy. Um, <clears throat> and Love Me Not is actually my commentary on how I think dating is now, and just how shitty people treat each other. Well, and because they, I think because they can, it's like I, I have had this conversation with people before, where where nowadays it's like when you bring up Tinder, the very first thing it does is like, oh, here, look at more guys. It doesn't or go, more girls. It doesn't bring up your matches, uh, the matches and people you've had conversations with. It's like, who who do you want to match with today? So it's like a game to people. It's like, ooh, how many matches can I get? Ooh, I matched with this cute person. <laughs> yeah. And it's like people don't even want to meet. They just want to, and they don't even want to talk. They're just like, yes, I scored today. It's like getting likes yeah. on Instagram. It's like I post pictures, I get likes, yeah. and I can get money this way. It's it's just a strange. But you know, I think that's why. Um which, you know, I noticed on the set when we were filming it, some of the uh, the extras um, that were there 
got to crying. And they're supposed to be playing, you know, super yeah. dead. Super dead. And they started crying because our wonderful actress who played um, uh, our lead, Vanessa Esperanza. She's so damn um, good. She delivered her line so well. Um, my fiance, AJ, he's sitting next to me at the table, and he started tearing up. Yeah. But I wrote it to be very real. I mean, we have lost a sense of... Um, humanity i feel like because yeah. of all of these apps people don't get to know each other they they look at you as the picture well and, and, that's, and then they the, meet you they use you and then they move on well that's what so they're like well because like, i'll be i'll you know especially because i'm like 40 now i'm like no let's talk a little bit they're like i mean i just kind of get came to get my dick sucked but it's like oh wait you want to have a conversation too and i'm like i mean that's what we used to do like we used to go to the bar and it was awkward and it was that was the thing you had to like i miss that like the awkward phase it sounds kind of dumb but i miss that sort of like Oh, I'm, 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 I have to talk to this guy. It's not, it's now or never, or this girl or whatever. And it's like you, you have to build up your, you know, you have to take your breath and kind of puff your chest out and walk over. I miss all that because you're on an app. And you're like, hi, and they either respond to you or they don't, or you have to press a little like button and they're like, it's the weirdest. Mm-hmm. That personal conversation, well, that person, the whole personal part of it is gone, and that's kind of a shame. Yeah, and and you have to get into the mic, Ray. We want everybody yeah. to hear you. <laughs> Ray's part of this too. Yeah. Uh, by the, just so you guys know, Ray is the quiet one. Yes, I am. He lets Brantley and I do the all talking, yes, and Brantley I and I—they're very will do good all at the it. Talking. <laughs> they're, they're very good at it. <laughs> I'll call him for five minutes to ask my question. An hour later, I'm like, "Okay, right, right, anyways, here's my question." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, this podcast won't be a mini series. <laughs> no, I have the timer going. Thirty minutes, or maybe more. We'll see. <laughs> I make, but anyways, I'm excited about horror house. I wanted us to have a specific. This is. We tried to do this before you guys, and we had some technical difficulties, so I just brought him into the studio to do it. But I, I think it's important because this is a passion project for all of us, yeah. but it's going to be something that's really going to get bigger, and we're hitting a point now where um, everybody wants to be involved, and the same people that are involved want to keep being involved, and I think that's great. Like, we had um, on stock, we had that young man, Justin, that worked with us, and he wants to be mm-hmm. not just behind the camera, but in front of the camera. And we had um, our gaffer, Callisto, mm-hmm. who wants to be an actor as well. And we're gonna hopefully use them a bag of tricks when we get that one done. So it's like yeah. I love I love that people are like, I'll help you both in front of me. Like, I just want to be part of it. Yeah. And I think that's a testament to to uh, to you, Ray, as for as for being a producer. Because you no, because you, you, you you're you're helping us create this great product, but you also create an environment of like something that you know. You well, create. yeah, because I believe in you guys. You know, when I when you have somebody that believes in you, you don't need to really forcefully put yourself onto them you just let them do their job you know mike gets mad at me because i'm not too much involved like you set. don't get it i'm like what he's I, like i'm over here letting you do yeah. you, do you and i was like well, let me let me tell you <laughs> if for no tell us. if for nobody if for nobody else's sanity but your wonderful writer yeah. be on set yeah. <laughs> no because michael the director so amazing to work with but michael yeah. the director and trying to kind of be the the producer and yeah. calling all the pa- not very nice. not yeah. very nice. I was grumpy. I was so grumpy that. Day. Well, I, I in my de- in my defense, and Brantley and I had this conversation. Yeah. We were also filming at like my house in yeah. my neighborhood, so I was so stressed out about that. Yeah, and you weren't there. I need Ray. I need you on set. Yeah, but yeah. but look, Ray delivered on soundbite. He was so yeah. good. And Ray was there on um, love me not, and he delivered. Yeah. And we had the best time. Ray came through. You always come through as a producer. That's one thing yeah. I love. Hey. It's like just when I think you're not doing anything, you call me the next day. You're like, I have everything you need. I was yeah. like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you, but you know, um, with Ray on set for Love Me Not, 
there was this really awesome moment. It was kind of as things were winding down. We were getting really close to finishing. And I remember it made me feel so good about what we were doing. Because I know that, like he said, he has faith in us. And he knows that we're going to do yeah. the best that we can do. But, you know, everything, it just seemed, there was just this electricity on that set. It was like everything was falling into place. It, we didn't really have to cut anything. Um you know, everybody was having a good time, and he just came up to me um, after, and he goes, what do you think about how that feels, you know, when everything just falls into place? Oh, we should mention, this is actually the first time we've all three been together on a set, because you were not there for soundbite. I wasn't yeah. for soundbite, yeah. Yeah. And you weren't able to, because we, we shot stock so last minute. Yeah, yeah. So it, this is the first time, and that's it's Man. that's something we should point out before you finish the story. I love that. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, and it, it was, it was just... I reflected, looking back, that entire shoot was so much fun. Yeah. And and I think you even mentioned to me, it was like we were able to work everything out. It wasn't yeah. one of those things where we had to make all these compromises and like we just cannot do that. But when I think you have a team that is so passionate and, and they work together, yeah. you know, we figured it out. And this was probably our most ambitious one we've done yet. Yeah. 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 Not saying that they all have to be so ambitious. Like we can do another sound by another stop. Well, yeah, but, but but it's good to know that we can do it. And and that was the thing. And and Brandon and I have talked about this. I was a bit grumpy on stock, but it was only because uh, right when we had a, we had like an issue we were trying to figure out, and I had to be pulled away to like order the pizzas yeah. or whatever and order the food. Mm-hmm. And then I, I get back into the mode, and then once the mode came, the food came, and I was like, man, I can't. <laughs> and I was just grumpy, and I I, I feel bad because um, not that I think that show was on. I don't think I was that grumpy overall. Yeah. Um, but it was just stressful because I want I I feel like I'm not giving my full to directing and I'm not giving my full to producing. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't know. You just know what you're doing. I love that. Like you just like, what what you need? I'll figure it out. Like I love that. Like Aww. I don't want I I want to figure out the <laughs> directing thing. I want to figure out like the, and I, I, as Brantley knows, I'm a collaborator. And there's times where, like, someone will have an idea. and I'm like, mm, can we work that in? Like, can I make it work and do all that work on post? And and I like that. I'm one of those directors that really likes that because um if i didn't have that i don't think soundbite would have been as good because um and we've mentioned this several times where on the set of soundbite we never had a sound guy because there's no dialogue not realize and of course i make movies for a living but i was like no there's not keys clacking and stuff like that so god love our editor nico who just came in it was just like oh yeah i'll make sounds for you and like you would have thought we had a sound guy on set Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah like he's brilliant and he's he's doing some great stuff with um he wasn't available for um Stock yeah. and Richard did an amazing job, yeah. but I'm telling you, Nico's delivering again on "Love Me Not," and I'm so, he, he's such a good kid. Like this time he was on set with us, making sure we got great sound. Uh, in fact, he was so funny. I don't know if I told you this, Brantley, but he called me afterwards, and he's like, "I want to apologize." <laughs> and I go, "For what?" And he goes, "I don't want you to think that I was taking over." And I said, "Why?" And he goes, "I just, you know, I just, I want to make sure you have good sound." I was like. Nico, I do this for a living. <laughs> like I, I understood exactly. Like every time you stopped and said, "We got to get her heels clacking," or I understand why. It's because you don't want to recreate that in a post, and you want to do it while you're there. I love. That I was never once mad. Yeah. I said I actually appreciate you taking the time to do that because a lot of time people don't, and we, I think that's a huge thing. It's do you like, know though? I think that's uh, also one of the things that I don't think I've been too bad about on the two times I've been on set. You know, having the writer there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too terrible, and I do understand sometimes things have to be cut. But on this last one, I didn't even have to say it. Well, you're also it a, dead a, it, a dead body. I was a dead body, but Vanessa 
came to my rescue because I didn't say anything. You were talking, you just made the slightest mention that we can cut a line. And Vanessa, the star, she goes, no, you can't cut those beautiful words. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> Wait, what line did I say she could cut? <laughs> I don't even remember. It was right there in the hallway scene. And you said, we might be able to get away with not using this line. And she says, you can't cut those beautiful oh, words. I yeah. Oh, I remember. No, nah, that's not what I was saying. I didn't say you should have cut it. But <laughs> you were just trying I to. Did. I think you were trying to. <laughs> you did. I was like, we run out of time. You cut this fucking line. It's fine. But yeah, that was that made me laugh so hard because I was like, I didn't even have to be that writer that'd be like, no, don't, don't, <laughs> don't cut my. Dialogue. I know. It's actually, I, I do have to tell the audience like every time I, I make that, I'm like with the cut something. I'm like, it's Bradley around. Where's Bradley? Go send him a craft service. I got to cut this line real quick. No, it was funny. Um. When we were in the pre-production stages of Love Me Not, oh god, we had a phone call. Here we go. <laughs> and Michael, oh, it's just, taking, he's taking them, them rings off right now. <laughs> he's getting ready to fight with no, them. No, Michael had talked about the idea that we may have to cut out, and um, you know, I was right after seeing. I don't it. know what you're talking about, but yes, <laughs> you could tell. You could tell that's why, because by the time this airs, people have seen the movie. <laughs> I won't go into too much detail, but you wanted to possibly consider cutting out. The dance. That is true. Because you didn't think it was going to work. And does it work? Yes. And, but, but my, and my, and so I said to him, I said, I don't know if it's going to work, but I said, if you want it to work, you do it. And he goes, okay, I will. And he did it. That's why no. it worked. He did it. <laughs> because I didn't think anybody else would make it look. And then the cool thing about, you guys, he looks so fucking, because it's like he's a dead body, but his eyes were open. Yeah. It's so creepy. I've watched. I've watched that rough cut several times, and I'm like, Bradley didn't fucking blink. Really? No, I regretted it though because I thought I'm going for this, and I apparently was the only dead body that kept his eyes open. Yeah, (laughs) and it was fine for the first twenty takes, but by the last (laughs) last take, and I almost flipped you off because okay, I'm like, I have delivered dead, perfect dead eyes to you for like yes. You know, hours. hours, and then yes. all of a sudden, one time, my eye started to dry out, and I, I felt it coming. And he was oh. trying to get that shot, and I blinked a little. And he goes, "All right, I guess we'll try it again if Brantley could keep from blinking." And I'm like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> I didn't say that. He did, but say it was that. the only time he blinked. But it was because we were, on a, that. we were on a close up. It were, you were like in foreground, and she was talking, <laughs> and she's delivering those lines about you know how people are, and she's like blink, 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 and I was like, <laughs> Brantley. Stop blinking. You're supposed to be dead. That was about the time, I guess, I should have been like, does anyone have any visine? But the my... good thing is, is like, you're only in part of the scene. Yeah. So after that, you were fine. Yeah. And I just, oh, I wish we could tell these stories. I just remember that time that when you fell, everybody, like, it was like this collective sigh of like, <gasps> you about had a heart attack. I did. I was like, oh, I just killed my running partner. Yeah. Fuck my life. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm paying attention to the wall because there's blood being dripped on the wall. I'm like, fuck, I gotta pay for this. <laughs> yeah, no. Every... <laughs> Every time I hit the wall for a few times, a new little bit of the fake brains would hit the wall or the blood would fly on it. And then every time we would cut and reset, we're going over there with paper towels, trying to clean it off. And finally, um, I think I decided, okay, I'm going to make a conscious effort to let my body fall more this way. Well, what I didn't realize was how much more that was going to hurt because the body in the chair... Oh, Chris, yeah. Chris. I kept hitting my head Aww. on the chair. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, man. But, but you know, I, I was like, okay, I don't want to clean any more blood off this wall. <laughs> it was going to be bad enough cleaning it off the floor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, I mean, it was just... But there was a sort of power, I think, in magic that... I mean, I'm, I don't want to like take away from all the other films because I think they were all so amazing and in, in for, for their own right. You Love know, like, Me Not is something different. But there was just... It, I think it's just, it's a powerful story 
And it's the first time, like, if you think about it, Soundbite had no words, and then Stalk had like two words. And this one has nothing but words. Yeah, and, and then you have a then you have a story where you have a woman monologuing for four and a half hour, four and a half pages to six dead bodies and a guy tied to a chair. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, like, will we just be any more extreme in everything we do? <laughs> we're like looking at her. Like, here's and I love as we're like looking at everything we can shoot. We're like, what? Oh, what would work? Well, let's just do Love Me Not. It's a, it's a. It's a love movie. We're in Valentine's. You know? Well, you know, it had started because the more organized we've become, yeah. um, it seemed like we might as well try if we're po- if we are able to to um, possibly capitalize if it's a special holiday or something. You know, if we're where we can film a film. Okay, Valentine's Day is coming up. Let's do yeah. a Valentine movie. Um, it just seems like good marketing. Yeah, if we yeah. It's, it's. I'm not gonna say it's not always easy. It's hard to like get these things done, you know, because we, we gotta. We always have such tight deadlines. But um, this is also the more ambitious one in the sense because it's like this one's actually I think gonna come in about ten minutes, mm-hmm. where the other ones were five minutes. So not a big deal. But it, this one could do really well in festivals. It could do really. This so is that, gonna be horror house biggest movie yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's only gonna get bigger from here. Yeah. And I like to. And what, what I will. I do want to say this because I think it's one of the most important things. Is it's also so we've had two great actresses, but this is the first time we have a Latina. Yes. And we have a Latino, yes. which is huge because one of the things that we've talked about before yes. is that diversity you, about and diversity. inclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so this is where we can tell the audience, um, Ray is black, Brantley and I are both gay, and then we have um, <clears throat> one of our crew members is trans, uh, Richard is Latino as well, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, we have two Latino. I mean, it's yes. we could we try we are so inclusive, and we also yes. have white people because yes. we want everybody to be involved. And the, yes. some of our we, they, our extras were two gay guys, we had two lesbians, we yes. had um, a white guy. We this is the little, new Hollywood. We're yeah. we're really creating the new Hollywood. I love that. I mean, I've always wanted to be part of something that was all inclusive. Yes, like oh, yeah. we don't, and it's great because it's like it's. I mean, it's a shame I have to sit and like, tell people that we have a lot. Tina and a Latino. Yeah, but we it's really should just, But we rare. really should be able to be just say we have great actors and actresses. Yeah. Well, you know, if you think about it, though, um, as much as my love for the horror genre goes very deep, mm-hmm. um, it is historically a very whitewashed genre, um, and normally the uh, the minorities in it don't last. But very long. I know, and you know what's so interesting is is that we can bring up what I like to bring up a lot, which is. Jordan Peele when he did Get Out and people yes. and people didn't realize how hungry the other communities were for something of horror. And yes, Get Out. I mean, not only did well, but it won an Oscar for yes. like best mm-hmm. script. Yeah, it was the so biggest like, movie of the year. Yeah, so clearly the the audience is hungry for, and it's like it's it's how dare we think that that just because like we're white we can't relate to like a black family. I mean, I watched the Cosby's growing up, <laughs> and and black yeah. people watched. You were the Cosby's. Uh, yes. I was a. Uh, Family matters. Well, <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, so, but, I, but I also grew up with Roseanne. Okay, so I my family yeah. was relatable to Roseanne mm-hmm. in a sense. That was one of my mom's favorite shows. Was yeah. Roseanne. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like yeah. just because they're white doesn't mean you can't relate to them. Exactly. And just because you know the causes are black, I couldn't relate. I mean, people are people. Yeah, people mm-hmm. are people. It's just so I love I love that that Ray has presented us with a, a sort of outlet, and we came up with this awesome idea of just yeah. be like, let's do it. Let's just be inclusive. Yeah. Because we should hit a point where it's not like, and I don't think there's a lot of horror or movies that have a huge Latino cast. So we might no. be one of the few. Yeah, which I'm exactly. excited no, about. Yeah, there's not really. Oh, I'm so excited about. Do I'm beyond excited. Oh. Hey, but you know what's funny? Did no Brantley? What's funny? <laughs> <laughs> so the leads in Love Me Not are Latino. That's true. Um, but did you notice what most of her exes were? 
White. White. I know. But you, that's all, okay, all that's the dead bodies. Just so you guys know, that was uh, Brantley's call. They were all his friends. But but I liked it when when we sat down and I was like, so we have two guys and two girls. And she's like, oh, is my character lesbian? I was like, I think she's as fluid. Like, we shouldn't put her in a box. She tried love. I can't, why can't she just try love? And she thought about it for a second. She's like, okay. And I think I think she didn't want to be like put her character in such a box by saying that she was just dating guys or girls. So that's why she changed the line to like people. I just tried mm-hmm. people. Yes, yeah. I said, man, and when she's yeah. and it's so funny because as soon as she said I tried people, I was like, damn, girl, like that's so deep. That's it's deep. true. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, I just tried to love. Yeah, and, I recognize that too. And I think people, and that's what okay, that's okay. So let's let's talk. All of our all of our projects are great on their own way, but because Love Me Not's the newest, what's so great about Love Me Not is people want love like people that's one of the things we want yeah and here here you have this like and i'm i'm such a fan of tragic characters she's like like i told her she's like miss haversham from great expectations where like oh she she is a i thought i wrote her pretty tragic no i had no idea until i saw her come (laughs) to life (laughs) and coming yeah and and then she did not take that dress out when she wore that dress she was like in that character no that was my favorite thing because I had decided to help cut costs, I was going to be in charge of wardrobe because I am a thrifty person. Hey, so good. That I got stunning. everything yeah. for forty dollars. Yeah, and Bam. the thing was though, because by accident, but it was a happy accident, we ended up having to kind of like tatter that dress that we you got. Yeah, you, you had to tear it apart and put her back into but it, it again. It, yeah. The dress itself became a character. Oh, um, yeah. It really but did. what was funny oh. is because of the way we had kind of modified it mm-hmm. we stapled part of it so it would cover her ass um so in case the Literally. camera caught it yeah. yeah so what was funny in between shots because she'd really get into it and then all of a sudden we'd stop and she goes brantley can you staple my ass again <laughs> so every <laughs> she had about I 20 staples it. running down the yes. back of that dress but true story while we're on the dress she was um, also tied in a little bit too once we it. have our um official headquarters like an actual office space yeah, yeah. I seriously think we should put a mannequin in there. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and put the dress up. Yeah. And and the same thing with like the mask from Star. From Star you still yeah. got it. I do still have it. Oh, I have everything. Wow. I had the computer from Soundbite, but I gave it to my nephew. <laughs> my computer, but, no, I think, so, but he still has it. But you yeah. know that would be really fun to do because especially the ones because I know Horror House is going to grow. Oh yeah, so much bigger. But yeah. these are the things I want to remember when we were first starting. Yeah, you know? yeah. And and so because uh, since we're all together, that's a beautiful. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Because I'm going to love it. I will love it whenever, you know, yeah. we are big powerhouses and yeah. people are, you know, you heard it here first. coming to us, yeah. you know, bringing their projects to us. Yeah. But right now, it's all about the passion. Yeah. You know, well, the I, I just want to, I just don't, I just want to go here and say it here that I don't want it to stop being no, about the passion. And I don't want it to be that either. And I don't think it will be as no. long as we all, you know, Remember why we started doing this in the first place? Just because we wanted to shake things up, yes, and do it by our own rules, which I yeah. love. Um, so far, we have, yes, don't you? And and go ahead. No, me. what I was going to tell you, our first conference call for Love Me Not. What did I tell you? Horror House is my biggest priority for 2019, and okay. it is. That's right. So we're not stopping. No, and not and after we, I think you saw Love Me Not. You're like, oh shit. Yes. Here's a promise I got to keep. Hell, after he read the <laughs> script, he has liked all the scripts that yeah. we have sent. But that was the first time he had ever sent me a message, and he was like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's a power. <laughs> yeah. So and so, uh, and I'm gonna, 
I know we have like little segments on our YouTube channel about what it's like writing stuff and what yeah. about me directing stuff, but I do want to say this here before I do my video that I didn't want to approach it as not just a horror movie because it was horror, but like really more as like a love story. Like here's a woman who she wants to have love and she's been hurt by all these people and she brings them together. And I was like, how how would I be if I was in this moment? And you know, I mean, so I when I when I sat down with Vanessa. And David and I was like, this is a love story with like horror elements. Um, and I'm telling you, I saw that rough cut. And I told this to Brantley just the other day when we watched it. I was watching it on set like in between takes. And I was just like, it gave me chills. Like really? it's so good. There's something mm-hmm. about it. It's very powerful. It gave me chills on set. Yeah. Like. Oh, don't Wait. The way Vanessa wait. was performing. Oh my God. Vanessa came to play. I just want you guys to know. Oh. Oh my god! I call so she she had the same manager as me, and I I call I call Matt afterwards, and I was like, uh, so Vanessa's kind of a beast on camera. Like I lit, and do you know that she actually was? She went up to Matt, and she's like, I've done all these projects, and I've had more fun on that set than everything I've ever been on. Really? But but you know what? What? Yes, it's it's because we are amazing people. <laughs> that is why she had fun. But I've always heard that a horror set mm-hmm. is ten times more fun than a comedy. True. I don't Not know always, why, but like, it is. But I mean, but it just yeah. seems like the more blood you have, and we had a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, we definitely had a lot of blood. It was guys. fun. It was funny actually because <laughs> Vanessa had this moment where she came up to me, and because I had it set where you know my head's supposed to be bashed in, so there's brains. Yeah. Um, she started using it. And it got me tickled. Yeah. Because if she had not told me what she was going to do, I never would have paid attention. I would have stayed yeah. in character. But because the brains, you know, they're on my shoulder, just yeah. supposed to sit there. She came up and she's talking and she's being so sweet and all of a sudden she picks up this jiggly <laughs> fake <laughs> brain that's been made out of Jello and ramen noodles and she just throws it down on the table and it hits yep. with a splat and I nearly uh, lost it. Yeah. <laughs> but and I love and I love those like beautiful happy moments where like even in stock um, we had decided we wanted um, okay so just so the audience knows like a lot of our stories are gonna be interconnected. Mm-hmm. And so Brantley and I talk about these things like, what do we need to put in these movies that might help us on future projects? And one of the things is just like, I think in stock, the killer should have a um, a limp. A limp. And, and we'll show in a previous episode like how he gets it. So I remember like talking to Tyler and being like, you have to have a limp. And so we have a limp. And then like there was a time where he had to step out from behind the bush and he couldn't see him. So he had to do two steps just <laughs> to do it. And he's like, but because of the limp. And he'd be like, I hate it. I don't like, I don't like the way it looks. I don't look like it. But then, like people watch it, and there's this, one of my favorite podcasts, which I listen to all the time, and they love our work. Is the Let's Watch Horror podcast out of London, mm-hmm. and they had this whole like ten minute dissertation of like how creepy his limp was, <laughs> and like him coming out, of, and I'm like, see, so but there's all these happy incidences that happen that like you kind of just this is why I love the sort of organic. I mean, I love prepping a movie. It's not yeah. that, but I love the sort of organicness of like things that can happen on set, yeah. where a character can start being like, I feel like. What if we do this and we kind of explore that and and that's one of those happy things. It's like once they get in the costume and yeah. they're in that moment mm-hmm. and they're in it, they're just like they're delivering it. And you're just sitting there going, and I ah, oh, it's so funny because I, a friend of mine was just saying this on set the other day, and he goes, "You make your entire movie in pre-production, you, and then you just go to set and execute." Yeah, and it's so true. Yeah, and 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 we do that. And like Brandon and I talk. Con- just you know, Brandon and I talk every day about all of our projects, but because Horror House we love so much, yeah. mm-hmm. and we literally just sit there and I'm just like. Brandon, think about doing this. And he's like, and see, here's the thing. Remember, you wrote stock to be, um, like a, a sort of voyeuristic thing at first, in the sense yeah. of, of 
like Michael Myers in Halloween. And then Richard gets to set and he goes, hey, so I did this one movie one time and we like did this whole eye blink thing. And what if we just walk on? And it's like becoming this thing about like yeah. this opening shot of him and him smoking the cigarette like he's waiting. And then we walk and we see the... Yeah, and, and I see- was so not sure what I thought about the cigarette at first yeah. Yeah. because I was like... Serial killers do not smoke cigarettes. What are you talking about? Yeah. But then I got to thinking. I was like, "But that makes him real." Yeah, yeah. and that's what makes it scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you, and then it's like you 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 watch his moments and you you're watching the movie and you're just like, and people always talk about like, God, that opening shot. And I was like, "Well, that's what we do." <laughs> so that's horror. Do, like, do you know something I would like to do? Um, I'd like to revisit soundbite. Mm. Um. Because you know how we've we've talked about potentially at the end of 2019 compiling all of our films and putting mm-hmm. them in their most high definition form on like a disc. Yeah, we have talked about um, that. in the collection. I think it would be fun to go in and add two soundbite because it did it served its purpose. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was the sort of the short introduction to what we were. It was like yeah. the the well, appetizer. We want, it, well, we want to make a feature but of it. Yeah, people have come to me and they said, "I wish we could have just gotten a little more." more. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, we could do more. If we got the same crew back together, if we could get it to line up, well, I know Taylor would do it in a second. You know, yeah. but we could come up with something, just and, and I think it would help us even more too because I know that I think we still eventually want Soundbite to be a feature for yeah. Horror House Media. So yeah, you know, yeah, because because well, you've had some ideas that you want with Horror House. You want, I like, want a series, a horror. Yeah, series. and I've got an idea for a series. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna talk about that. But yes. um, yeah, we were we were gonna try, and but it's just you know how sometimes everybody's schedules just can't line up. But uh, I've been working on something. Yes. But I don't want to tell you yet. I want to wait until yes. I can actually present it to you. <laughs> he he, he kind of gave me some idea, some but he some of the info. He doesn't always tell me everything. I think people because we talk a lot. He'd be like, "You're gonna like my next trip." Like, what's it about? He goes. You're gonna love it. I was like, wait a minute, what's that hey. about? He goes, bitch, wait. I'm like, no, I want to know now. I love suspense, so I'm gonna. Like, you don't even know. So he started working on the new stock script, the mm-hmm. one with we're gonna use Candace, the which was the woman in the poster. Okay. And he's like, he just sends me the front page here. It's what you call it, homebound. Stock homebound. Yeah. yeah. He goes, well, guess what I'm working on? That's all I get. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. So then I have all the actors coming up to me because I'm the most vocal. Like, I'm the one always promoting. Yeah. And, and I, he reached out my contacts. They're like, so, like, what's next? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you have this Brantley. Brantley's the one creative. I just read the. So, uh, and that's, I love. So, this is one of the things. So, Brantley and I write all of our scripts together. Yeah. And so, when we started doing Horror House, and I was like, look, you came out here to be a writer and you have your own stuff, but we write so much together. And I'm mm-hmm. also trying to write. But I have my own scripts, but I'm also trying to direct. Mm-hmm. So, and then you were trying to produce. Yes. So I said, Horror House would be great if, like, it's like the best of what we all do. Yes. Like, you're a great producer, you're a great writer, I'm a great director. Yes. So, so people tell me about, like, what's next. I don't know. I'm like, you have to ask the producer. <laughs> yes. Or you have to ask the writer. Like, I just direct them. Well, for anybody who is wondering what films are next, I don't know. I've written about 15 short scripts that are just kind of <laughs> That's there. That's true. So. <laughs> You know, it, right now we're at this point where when we first started, it was like, we've got to come up with a script to film for the first one. And then Stalk was actually the second script I wrote. Um, that is true. That is actually true. You're and right. then The Librarian. I haven't looked at The Librarian in no, a while. Maybe we should look at that one. It's yeah. a short one. It might be um, easy to shoot. But, uh, well, all but I got to this point. <laughs> I got to the point where I thought, okay, I've got free time. And these don't take long to write. And so I would... Like each night, start knocking out about five short scripts. <laughs> but then I wanted it to just kind of be at a point so that way, whenever we were like, we need a new project, and I was like, 
Take your pick. Yeah, him. yeah. Take yeah. a deck of cards. Like, which one do you want? <laughs> I love well, it. we definitely want to do do a bag of tricks because I'm such a huge fan of Trick or Treat, and mm-hmm. I love love that script. And that's the one we want to have Tyler in, and I know mm-hmm. Tyler's gonna nail it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I can't wait for Grandma's Cookies. That one that Eileen wants to do. Just because it's like it's so cool. I mean, Grandma's Cookies is on another level. Yeah. It's a. I I it's feel like so, I love that. I one actually so much. would say, just so you know, because we don't want to give any of that away, because those films are going to be the last two of 2019. Yeah, we don't know what's coming in between that for sure, and in what order. Yep. But we do know that That'll our goal for the end of 2019 is for it's bag of tricks for Halloween, and then yep. Grandma's Cookies for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if I could say that we've given them a taste of what to expect out of those two films it'll probably be love me not yeah and that and seeing, yeah only because it's a bigger project mm-hmm. and it's like we really i spent some time with that one we spent time shooting it it's gonna be great I'm, you're gonna love I'm it i'm so excited yeah. i mean i was on set and i was blown away Do you know what yeah. i can't wait I was to blown away. here is the music oh yeah so yeah i've been talking to everybody about that um following up with richard about um the music and sort of end credits, and there's a lot of fun stuff. Because you know, I I believe it's true. One of the things that makes a horror movie work is the music and sound, and sound design. Yes, and Nico's working but, on the sound design. We've talked about some of that today. I'm so excited. I'm very I'm very excited for this. <laughs> no, film. it's gonna be fun. Me it's too. Me it's, too. And it's let me not. And her, I mean, tell her her performance. And then David's good too. Like, and I do have to say this. Um, I want to say a, a thank you to David because um, our actor that was in originally couldn't do it the last minute and. Um, David is a friend of mine, and the good thing is he's uh, similar in stature to the other gentleman, so that was kind of nice because I had people that hit me up that wanted to do it. They weren't the same because our original actor I think is six three, mm-hmm. um, and then David six two. So, but he was similar in stature, so I was like, yeah, I mean it's good because you're similar in stature. So he just stepped in like literally the like hours before, hours before, and like, killed night, it. Yeah, night before, and I was like, dude, can you do this? I go. I know you're trying to become an actor, so it'd be great if you could be involved. And I said, we usually have a good time. He killed it. Yeah, and he killed oh, it. Oh, yeah. And he was so good. And and he had a good time. And it, just, and it was so so grateful that he ended up being Latino, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so perfect. It's And they had great chemistry, too. Yeah, yeah they did. And the thing was, the only thing he asked me as knowing that as I as the writer, mm-hmm. because for the most part, I didn't, you know, because it's not my place. I'm just there to be a dead body and enjoy watching for. the process. <laughs> but You're on set, you're dead. He asked me, the one thing he asked me, and it was the thing I had even asked you when you told me you found somebody, and I said, can he be terrified? That was the oh, only yeah, thing, did, because yeah, did say that, yeah. for the most part, he's you know not talking. And well, that's what, Okay, so that's what's so great about, about Brad's, char- or Brad's character, is that he doesn't talk. So we definitely have that, in, mm-hmm. and we've had that in soundbite, we have that in stock. Mm, yeah. So this, the, the but not you talking know, part, we can But do. you know the part I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. It's so. It was going to be so vitally important that you bought into that emotion that the character was supposed to be feeling. Because it You're was talking about the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought the, the end. end but we don't want to give the no. The, the end of this the movie ending is, be is so like ending. Part, you know that. Um, and it's not and a twist I remember ending either. As much as I was getting chills listening to um, Vanessa do her monologue, she's amazing. I got chills. Amazing. When David screamed. Because he, that was what I was saying. The one thing he asked me as a writer, he says, what should my character be feeling right now? And I just looked at him Skr. and I, go, I said, um, terrified and absolutely and utterly hopeless. And then I walked away. Yeah. And Michael's the director, so stop. No, it, but the thing about that part is that I'm, 
let me tell you, we were literally filming three, four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so no, we, we were by three. But, but we stopped by three. Yeah. yeah, by three. But the thing is, I'm thinking yeah, that right. the neighbors are going to call the police because he was so into <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that's he actually was. true. He was yeah, so okay. into uh, it. I'm like, I hope the neighbors don't call the police. That's why I'm glad it was last. <laughs> I'm standing behind the monitor watching, and when he started to scream, I was like, oh, my God, I believe that. <laughs> I believed it, too. I was just hoping the neighbors didn't believe You guys, that's what, that's what I do. <laughs> so what direct The is. screaming was bad, and then the pounding on yeah, the Yeah, the pounding like, on the wall. I was like, Mike, it, we it can't was, go for another one. We got to wrap it up, man. We got to wrap it up. That's, that's a wrap. <laughs> no, I... That um, that was actually my concern on stock. That's when I started getting a little stressed out because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, my neighbors are going to complain. They're going to yeah. shut us down. We only have half a movie. Yeah. I got to deliver." <laughs> so that's why I'm glad you're there because I'm like, if anything happens, you get to go outside first and deal yeah. with it, and I just got to <laughs> keep directing. <laughs> so I'm so glad. And yeah. there, this was the only bigger project because we actually had like, up until now, every movie soundbite had one person on camera and stock had two. We had eight people on camera. Eight people. Two. I'm only one was talking. For the most part, but, but I will tell you this: that was hard. I'm sorry. For anybody who is an extra and you're playing a dead body, that is acting. Yeah, that was hard because you, you can't <laughs> move. You can't move. You can't even breathe. You can't like yeah. 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 And that's so. That's one thing I want to say to all of our uh, to the six dead bodies. Thank you guys were phenomenal, amazing. I mean, you guys sat there for. Hours just not moving, and they they had the best time, and they came yeah, up they afterwards. Did. Were thankful. I cannot wait for them to see this movie. I well, think they will be so proud. Well, why? Why? Thank you. I was the best one, right? right. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you and your husband. I can't <laughs> play favorites. <laughs> I will say that AJ has been very patient in wanting to be featured. He finally got featured. No, actually, um, his, he did really good. His a uh, moment. Yeah. Is sh- shudder inducing it was just gross. Yeah, but it's good <laughs> as it should be. Yeah. So it's about time to wrap it up. Yes. Um, just because. It's late and yes. um, oh, I mean it's Sunday morning. <laughs> no, but um, what what's next for you? Like, what do you do? You want to say anything or how, where people can find you, Mr. Ray? Oh, I'm at Tycoon Producer on show is. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, yeah, I'm just ready for Horror House, the future of Horror House, and we're gonna turn this into a big thing. You know, Bloom House will not have nothing on <laughs> Horror House. Okay, mark my words. Well, and that's the thing is, I I do want to say this um before we get to Brantley is um. I want to be a place where people can feel like we're trying to make legit. Not that I don't. I, I'm not wanting to say bad about Blumhouse because I worked with them, but I. It's. I don't want that passion to ever be gone. No. I really don't. I'm not saying. I mean, every production is different, um, and I know in the future I might not be able to direct every movie, especially if I'm doing features or whatever. Um, and that's one of the things I want. Uh, we talked about this. I'd love horror houses eventually start having guest writers and mm-hmm. guest directors, and then making Brantley and I sort of like a showrunner for that. Yeah. So that way we can still, you know, we have to build it to that. But I love that. But I don't ever want, I want it to be a place where people can come and learn and grow with us and grow. And I think that's important. Yeah. Um, I never wanted to lose that passion. Never. So what about you, Mr. Brantley? What's up next for you? Or, and where can people find you? What's next for me? Um, Horror house. <laughs> I don't know. What are we <laughs> doing next? That we've sold and stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, I've actually been doing some uh, side work. Uh, Ooh, graphic design doing graphic one. design work. Um, he's so good at uh, he makes all of our logos and stuff. Oh my god! Amazing. But yeah, it's a horror house. It's just we've got so many things coming up, you know. And I'm really excited to start discussing the series idea. Um, and I, you know, I think we're yeah, we're definitely on the right track to building ourselves up to moving into longer formats. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and Ray didn't even mention that one of the best parts. We're now available online. I mean, because we have an app, 
Hello, Mr. Producer. Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You can uh, watch Soundbite right now. It's on Amazon Prime. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it available already? Yeah. I haven't looked. I did. So I have Fire. I have a Fire Stick at home, yes. and I downloaded the app. Yes, we're on Fire TV too. Oh my god, I'm it's sorry. so awesome, you guys! There's legitimately an app, and I yes. go and I just look, Whorehouse app. I look at my big TV, and I'm like, oh, that's our stuff. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's humbling. You like that? It's like very that. humbling. It's so strange. When I first downloaded, I was like, oh my god, that's our app. Like, remember, it was just an idea. Yeah, it was just an idea. It was literally an idea. I never thought it would happen. We made it happen. It took a while, but we made it. Well, happen. anything worth having is yeah. good. Is worth. It's worth taking time on. Yeah. But yeah, to, no, it's it um, <laughs> it's so weird, and not we have Instagram that's doing well. People talk about us on Twitter daily. Yeah, mm-hmm. tweeting us like I've never had a Twitter that's been this busy. I do have to say this before we close up because I I was so excited about this. But I remember one day, <clears throat> I kept getting all these Twitter notifications. I was like, "What is going on? There's nothing happening. We haven't posted anything." Uh, I don't remember who it was specifically, but one I think particular podcast or horror film lover stumbled upon Soundbite, or I sent it to him. I think that's what it was. Because usually when we get a new follower, I try to tell them to, to watch the new movie, <clears throat> and they love Soundbite, and they retweeted it and tagged like seven or eight other people in it, and they all started watching it and commenting on it. Now, I've never had a movie that's done this, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, they're talking about our movie, and they're talking about like, <laughs> why is the door pop open, and what's that all about? And I texted Brad, and I was like, Brad, you got to get on Twitter right now and talk to these people, because like people are talking about our movie, people wow. I don't know. Wow. That yeah. was the weird, that was, I think, when the first time when I was like, we might have something. You know, that's that that was funny about Soundbite because I think even though we all kind of had this like hope about it since it was our first one, yeah. I remember that Michael especially was so nervous about it. Yeah. Like well, to I the remember. point I thought he was neurotic. I I'm like, I... Michael, this is a good movie. It's gonna <laughs> Wait, be which fine. Soundbite? Yeah. yeah. But do you know why? <clears throat> Can I stick it for myself right now? I guess. So, the, and I've told you guys this: the reason why I was terrified about Soundbite is, is twofold. First of all, right before I directed it, like maybe a week or two before, I had two people that literally told me that they didn't think I could direct, and I was like, "Oh man, that sucks." I've done like seven movies; like, I think I'm doing okay. But then the other thing was a Soundbite. I put a lot of pressure on myself for Soundbite because um, it was not. It was our very first movie, so we were trying to launch Horror House Media, yeah. and also. Um, we were trying to make something amazing because we want to turn Soundbite into a feature. Yeah. So I wanted it to be a teaser that really was like, and it's great because it stands the test of if, ten years from now it's still going to be oh yeah this awesome movie yes. and that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be something bigger than YouTube. And now look, we just won an award and we're about to play at a festival next week, mm-hmm. and we're show, being showcased at this uh, a convention in Chat, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tennessee, yep. yeah. So it's like. Within one week, our movie's like blowing. I'm like, what? What? It was. Uh, it was terrified. So I, but I wanted to. You, you. Here's what it was. Ray, I, I pitched this sort of idea to Ray, and Ray's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, shit, not to prove myself. And it was, <laughs> you and I had written the script, but you had put and 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 you. This was the one time you couldn't be on set. Yeah. And it was our first time, so I was just like, I don't think I slept the night before. I was utterly terrified. Yeah, I know. Was. And you actually got uh, worried that I was going to be mad because we were on our way driving to Tennessee. And you messaged and because the the prop guy wasn't able to get there. Yeah, he wasn't. We didn't have either, yeah. the bloody teeth and we didn't have, I think card. it was a business card. Yeah. yeah. And the thing was, I wasn't mad. And this is why he said he wanted me on set from now on because for some reason he didn't think of it. And 
I was like, why didn't you just take like a scrap piece of notebook paper? She's a college student and write it down like somebody had given her this. I mean, I used to think of things like, you know, know. (laughs) I just, I was terrified and there's a lot going on and it was hot in there. It was just a lot, but it was our first one, but I think we played it off well. Yeah. And if we ever did a feature and we, and maybe let's, let's say we should reshoot all that. I would, I would have all that stuff again. Love it. Yeah. But it's interesting because, um, I had Taylor fill out, I said, hey, you're playing the actress. Like, just write something on this board. Yeah. And, we put it, and, and I, we've had at least four, four reviewers go, what is on her board? Like, what does that say? Like, how relevant is that? Yeah. And I was like, well, it's only because I, like, that's the organicness. I'm like, what would your character say? And she did it, and it sort of worked. Yeah, it worked. It definitely Which is worked. so weird. So that's yeah. why, but I, I didn't think about that. You're right. But see, now you're on set. <laughs> you, you, you and AJ usually do the, um, <clears throat> well, because Stock didn't really need it, but. For for uh, love me not, we really needed a production designer. Yeah, yeah. So you you went out and got some stuff from like Party City, and then yeah. AJ and I let him put it together. Yeah, and he did such a great job. Like <laughs> yeah, it did. looks good. It actually looked like a dinner party oh for Valentine's God. Day, which I love, and that's great because then he's off doing that, and I'm talking to the actors, and we're all setting stuff up, and then I go yeah. and look, and it was we had a shit ton of candles, we had a light constantly, but mm-hmm. that was it all played out really well. So I think you guys, I think you guys are love. Me. I mean, you guys have been. I'm talking about the audience. You guys have really loved Soundbite, and you've really loved. Stock, so I don't. I think we're going to deliver, and I don't. I don't think the fans are going to be disappointed. No, they won't be. What do you think? No, and I actually, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind. Hint, hint, producer over there. Um, <laughs> let's make because we know it's a big deal. Let's make love me not a big deal. Why don't we have a a launch event? Ooh, a launch event. Oh, I guess our plan is stuff. I don't know. I well, mean, I do think we need a launch event for Horror House well, in general. I, I have access to Warner Brothers, so. Oh. <gasps> mm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all we're going to say because that's all we have time for. <laughs> and, but um, I appreciate you guys coming in. I know Brantley lives, lives kind of far, so I appreciate you taking the time. Hey, it's and, nice to get out of Bakersfield. <laughs> which is where we shot this movie. Yes, and, it is actually. And yeah. thank you, Ray, for taking because you've been on set all day. Since the 4 a.m. But um, so we do because I have to be up early tomorrow yeah. working. Um, but thank you everybody for your support and love. Um, we have, I mean, we have so many people. That I don't know if for you guys, but I get messaged almost daily. People like loving our movies, and it's such a for me. It's humbling. I don't want it to like go to my head, but it's so strange that we've created something that people like. Yeah. Not that I ever thought I couldn't do it, but it's like when you finally get there, you're like, wow, I'm actually doing something people like. Yeah, no, <laughs> like it's so no horror. <clears throat> horror house has become you know how. You know how when you get in a relationship with somebody and everybody says, "Oh shit, it's serious." They've they've reached you know Facebook relationship yeah. <laughs> status. Facebook status. It got to a point where I started feeling so confident in what we were doing with Horror House. That's yeah. actually what it says now. If you look on Facebook, yeah, that's my main job: head writer for Horror House. No, Media. I had to look. I love that. Oh, I put it on my like because I use Instagram and Twitter a lot. Yeah, so it's, cool. it's on my Instagram yeah. too. That's so cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming. Let's clink again. Clink. It's great to have mimosas with you. Too. You guys were a lot of fun. Thank you. I needed that. I mean, you know, I'm always <laughs> Anyways, everybody, this is Mimosas with Michael. Um, you can catch us on. We're now on Anchor and Spotify, so we are out there to the masses. Um, we're also on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. I mean, we're everywhere. Just Google uh, Mimosas with Michael. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mimosas Michael and MimosasMichael.com. Thank you, everybody. Woohoo! Later.